T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Man, I swear, these five-hour shows, they get smoked. Like, they roll right by now. In the 11th hour, Keith McPherson on the fan, a five-hour KM to AM. You guys can keep talking about the Yankees. I'm going to start talking about the Mets. I did want to get to the Jets, but maybe we'll do some of that tomorrow. C-Mac and I are on for two hours, and the first hour we'll talk Giants. Maybe we'll talk Jets more so on the second hour because it's really a Giants show. And then I'm on Friday night late. And I think it'll be a football Friday, and so we can kind of table the uh, conversation around the Jets and Giants till then. This has become a heated conversation between the Mets and the Yankees. When is it not? When I look at this Mets team, they were already a top team last year. Some people thought they were the best team in baseball at times. They won 101 games. They need to win 110? No. What they need to do is win the division this next year. What they need to do is secure that first-round bye so that they can advance. And I understand there are Mets fans that think they haven't added a bat. They need a bat. They, they still have a ton of time. We're talking about being patient with the Yankees and that the Yankees have time. The Mets have a ton of time. But you know what? They were proactive. They had a sense of urgency back-to-back years. The only team that really made moves before the lockout last year, the only team that really went and got after it, the same way this year. I can't hate on it. I can't hate on it. I admire it, actually. I'll never be a Mets fan. You'll never see me going that way. Like I don't, I'm, I'm not into the Mets, but I admire Steve Cohen. I like what he's done. I like the energy. I think Billy Epler is a good GM, too. He doesn't get any credit. All the credit goes to Steve Cohen because of the pocketbook, but Billy Epler's doing the work as well. And I know, in their own division, they have to deal with the Braves and the Phillies. I know, in their own league, they got to deal with the Dodgers and the Padres. But I think they'll be ready for it. I think their rotation got better. I think it was smart to bring back Brandon Nimmo. He's a leader of the team. A couple nights ago, Paulie and I were starting to think about what they have to pay Pete Alonzo. Probably should pay McNeil first. But that's a conversation for another time. Like I said, you guys can keep talking about the Yankees. I'll humor you. But let's start talking about the Mets. Brandon Drury, Michael Conforto, J.D. Martinez. Are these any names that Mets fans care for? Talking about time, right? The Yankees have time. Sure, we know that. But, you know, the Mets also have time, and they made a bunch of moves to improve the team. So 
to each his own. However you feel about it is how you feel about it. It's it's all in theory. It's all on paper right now. You've heard me say at least 10 times in the last two weeks that they don't give out rings at the winter meetings. You can't win the World Series in December. But you can definitely change the way your fan base feels about your team in December. And right now, I think the fan base for the New York Yankees is frustrated. I think the fan base for the Yankees is looking at all things considered, and they're saying, wait, how how did we improve so far? Bringing Rizzo back, Rizzo was already here. Bringing Judge back for more than you really should have paid him, that's on you. You had to do that. You couldn't face that embarrassment. Tommy Canely coming back, bro, We like, don't bring Nate Valdi back. We don't need to go backwards. We don't need to double dip. Get younger. Get better. Get new, exciting energy. Not the Josh Donaldson type. Not the IKF type. Carlos Rodon, like, Carlos Rodon to me is a dog. And if uh, the Yankees keep waiting on him, he's going to take the money and sign elsewhere. He'll sign with St. Louis. They were competitive last year. They've got good players over there. He'll sign with the Twins. The Twins, I'm sure, will be able to sell him. He'll go back to the AL Central. The Yankees don't have the luxury to play around forever. And the Yankees also don't have the luxury to just set their price and move on. They, they consistently have missed out on guys. And they're, they're in line to miss out on some guys again. And then they'll tell you, oh, yeah, we got prospects. Oh, yeah, you know, Aaron Hicks is working hard in the offseason. Oh, Josh Donaldson, he's, he's in the best shape of his career. Miss me with all that. Miss me with all that. Because this team, in my opinion, is this close to getting back to a World Series. Go improve the team. I, I don't know how you wouldn't go all in. I don't know how you don't push all your chips in after the year you just had and the way that it ended. And people forget, right? We did have a caller. I had a caller two nights ago, and I think he ended up, I think his name was Mo from Brooklyn. I think he ended up calling Sal, too. And he was the one t- saying to Sal, like, oh, the Yankees are a top five team in the AL. And, and Sal said to him, like, top five? What are we talking about top five? Placing in the top five? The goal is to win the World Series. He even said to me, you know, where were the Yankees after that first month, two months last year? And I was like, bro, do not call me and talk about April and, and May baseball. It means nothing. And we were saying that last year. Like, this is all good that the Yankees are on this ridiculous pace. They're being compared to the 98 team, but they're not that. And it's a long way to go. And we watched them drop. We watched them fall out of it. Where Mets fans were laughing, saying, ah you're collapsing, and then the Mets actually collapse. Keep McPherson on the fan, 877-337-6666. You know it. George is in Winter Park, Florida. You got it, George. Thanks for taking my call. I've been a Yankee fan for 44, so I've been around a long time. And I don't trust Cashman. I don't think he's seriously going after Roden. And another thing that bothers me, it's, and this is through the years, every pitcher that Cashman has brought in that had possibilities has failed. I mean, I don't have the list, but boy, we can go into a lot of them. Now, as far as Hicks, I think the Yankees are already protecting themselves because they took away the shift, and I could hear, boom, oh, Hicks is going to be really good now because we don't have the shift. The same with Donaldson. So I just think, I just don't know where they're going from here. I don't know how they're going to. I don't cash. I think Cashman strictly is counting on the young kids, these rookies. Uh, I just, I just, with the, even though 
wrote, you know, I don't know much about him, to be honest with you, but I don't think Cashman's seriously. If he was, he would have had him already. You know? And by the way, I just want to say one more thing. As an old-time Yankee team, the 98 Yankees are great, but they're not the best Yankee team of all time. I can promise you that. Anyway, What team is the best Yankees team you've ever seen? Oh, my God. You go back to 61 Yankees, 36, 36 Yankees when the Maggio came up, and they had Garrick and they had Dickey. I mean, you can go back. I mean, I go back a lot of years. Not, no, the 98 Yankees are not the best Yankee team. Okay, okay. Thanks for the call, George. I mean, I've read about those teams, but the, the video quality when you try and type that into YouTube, is it, it's not there. <laughs> 98 Yankees for me. Anywho, uh, yeah, I know the list of, of pitchers that have come in here, like Sonny Gray and Sugged. And he was all right at, at one point, and then he, you know, he smiled and, and got booed off the mound. And then he went to Cincinnati and became an all-star. They also traded for Lance Lynn, 11-11-11. I just caught 11-11 and the seconds at 11. I got to make a wish. Give me one second. I got to think of something to wish for. Okay, yeah, I made the wish, but I still don't think the Yankees are going to do anything. Um, (laughs) Lance Lynn goes to Chicago. He's just throwing fastballs, becomes an all-star. There's there's a there's a list. Nate Valdi, who they're thinking about bringing back. He was with the Yankees. He was pitching batting practice with the Yankees. He he goes to the Red Sox. He's helping them win the World Series. There there's been a few guys that have come through, uh, you know, the Yankees in the last few years, and they haven't panned out. They haven't been good, but they've gone on to do other things elsewhere and been good. So it is what it is. Moving right along here, John is in Brooklyn on the fan. Hello, John. Hey, Keith. I, I, I got a different take. I think the Yankees are actually okay, and they're doing a pretty decent job. And I'm going to explain why real quick. So they re, they're the only team in the American League that retained their players. They retained Rizzo. They retained Judge. You got to remember that Bader was not on the team last year. They stole Bader. So now they're going to have Bader in center field for a full season. Mm-hmm. Matas got injured. They traded for Matas. Everybody wanted the Matas. He's a, uh, he's a three starter. Matas is a Bassett or one of those guys that the people pay $25 million for. Now he gets added to the team. The, 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 they're going to bring up Barraza and Volpe. Now, if they don't plan out, then Cashman's in trouble. He should be fine. But if he is what he is, there's another young guy. So you're adding Bader. You're adding Volpe. You're adding Montas. They're all young. They weren't on the team last year. The Astros lost Verlander. Now, you can say whatever you want. They could bring the next guy up. You don't replace Verlander. He is a leader. He's a winner. They're, they don't have a real true ace anymore. All right, they signed Abreu. But Abreu and Gurriel are the same guy. Toronto, Toronto lost Hernandez. Nobody in the American League is getting any better. The Yankees are on They're the World Series favorite. That's one guy. But they, I don't see where – what do they? What do you want them to do? Like, did you want Correa? I don't want Correa for $350 million. I nah, really don't. I, I've, I don't I've, never, I've never been on the Correa train. I, I had a video want, last year saying I, I never wanted the guy. guy. What I want yeah, them to do, though – what I want them to do is if there's a, a pitcher on the market like Carlos Rodon that wants to come here, go sign him. If if there's a need and a hole to fill, go sign a guy to fill that hole. Bring in the top guys. Bring in the top talent. Don't rest on the contracts you have, the trades that you always die hard on, your own trades, and the prospects that you hug. It is time to go all in. They're this close. Thanks for the call, John. I agree. 
Framber Valdez and Christian Javier. Christian Javier and Framber Valdez. That's a good one-two punch for the Astros. I think everybody in baseball is familiar with them now. They lose Justin Verlander, yeah, but I imagine they have somebody else coming through the pipeline that's ready to go. Of course they do, right? They lose Carlos Correa. They have a Jeremy Pena. They have talent. And they actually develop their own talent. And they don't care to pay certain guys. I mean, the the Astros are different, bro. James Click, their GM, wins the World Series. He asked for more money. They're like, you can leave. Meanwhile, the Yankees have the same GM for decades. Artie's in Old Bridge next up on the fan. Artie. Artie, come on. Hello? There you are. Hey, hey, sorry. Sorry. That's something out of the car for a second. How you doing, man? I'm good. You're live. All right. All right. Um, uh, I, I decided to call in. And I just got in the car, and uh, I met four, four callers ago. It was a Yankee fan that uh, was talking about how uh, I wanted to kind of debate on what you said, that the Mets uh, offseason isn't that great. Stating that we lost these guys and then we got these, you know, retain these guys. We didn't really do too much. So here's the thing: um, a lot of people always say about the '90s Yankees, a dynasty. They bought their championships, and they always point to, you know, all these players that they bought so and so forth. To me, I, I lived through it. I'm 43, saw everything, every single painful moment. <sighs> but as a Mets fan, but uh, uh, I think what it was most importantly, they retained their very good to great players. Think about all the players that they retained that, that, you know, came up from the farm, which, by the way, is a big difference between what they have now and what they had back then. Um, and they used all their resources, their money, retain these guys. Um, unlike these smaller market, mid-market, even larger, that lose, you know, their uh, impact players. Uh, and there's something also to be said about, you know, these guys that came up through the farm. They're, you know, your own guys. They're comfortable there, so on and so forth. The confidence, the team wants to keep you. They're willing to do whatever to, to retain you. So you have to factor all that in. But he's not looking at it like that. He's looking at it. He's just, he's mad. He's mad. And believe me, it's like when the whole Cohen thing happened and then with the Yankees making moves, and I'm just like, man, the Yankees really remind me of the Mets. And I'm like, yes, I'm going to get payback on top of being excited you know, for my match. But, Keith, I'm going to tell you the truth. I, I, it's, I don't feel that. I feel bad. Why? Because I went through it since I've been a fan. Early 90s, became a fan. Nobody got me to the match. I came from another country, started watching. You know, there's no soccer. That's what I love. And came America, baseball, <laughs> uh, tipped over soccer and became my number one love. And um, we had no cable, no nothing, barely had any channels. Mets Friday night, Channel 9, free TV. Seeing them, I guess that's what it was. I picked them. Um, ever since then, probably what, the first seven years, six of them, 100 losses. Um, you know, so I've gone through a lot. And then, you know, your owners don't back you up. You feel like the team is not trying to improve. And that's kind of what it looks like with the Yankees. It's not over. You know, there's moves to be made. They do have some young guys. Um, yeah, you hope they develop, but if they continuously don't, which we also experience as well, it just gets that much more, uh, you know, frustrating. Um, so, I mean, overall, I think, I don't know what you, I, well, I do know, you know, I did catch a little bit of what you said 
you know, in terms of the Mets offseason. I think it's, you know, I think it's very, very good. You know, uh, the homegrown guys, best closer in the league. You don't retain him, uh, you're definitely not going to get as good. And the chances of getting somebody very, very good right away like that can happen, but more than likely, not going to happen. You're going to have some issues, whereas now you, you have a definite. So you got him, Nimmo, and then DeGrom, three guys. I can make a case that if you're only going to be able to keep two, they actually made the right choice because, in addition to DeGrom uh, uh, leaving that you got Verlander the next, you know, the next day. Um, DeGrom is obviously injury-ridden, so on and so forth. If he's not injured, big-time loss, and then you hope that Verlander backs it up. But Nimmo is the second-best outfielder in the market this year. Uh, you know, I just made mention Diaz, best closer in the league. We retained him. I think we made the right moves, instead, you know, two out of three. And all three players are obviously money players. Best closer in the league, best starter in the league, and one of the better outfielders, and also um, trending upward, you know, after all those injuries and everything. But um, I, they're probably going to pick up like a JD Martinez. I think. I think that's a wise move because you have three guys, young guys. Uh, two of them probably, you know, very very high, you know, aspiration you know, number one. Alvarez overall in, in, in baseball. If you can get one of these guys to have a pretty good season, um, that's a lot. Obviously, that's what you did not have last year. Um, and, and then, you know, hopefully everybody else progresses. Seems like it. We have stability in the organization. You have one of the best managers, period, point blank. Um, you know, you pick up somebody like that, you don't overspend. And I, I still can't comprehend how I'm about to say this, but next year with a $400 million payroll with luxury tax, we can go after Otani and sign him for 500 mil. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Artie. Yes, you can. And the tables have turned, but they've only turned some, right? So congratulations to the Mets fans that – went through the years of the Will Ponds, and now you have a godsend as far as an owner. But Yankees fans, I mean, try to separate it in your mind. What the Mets are doing doesn't have anything to do with the Yankees. It's just kind of uh, weird watching a guy come along and take the other New York team and take a page out of the New York team uh, in the Bronx's playbook and, like, do it in a, in a major way. I'm glad Artie called to, you know, speak to the moves as a Mets fan so you don't have to listen to me say that they're good moves. I don't think there's many Mets fans that are upset with their moves. For Yankees fans, SNY just put out a tweet that says the Cardinals are reportedly unlikely to offer Carlos Rodon his asking price. We got a break. I'm going to read this article. But if the if the Cardinals don't want to offer him, and it's just between the Yankees and the Twins, the Yankees never lose to the Twins. So go sign him. Keith McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. 
Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Right back at it on the fan. It's about 11.30. I've got 30 minutes left. I wanted to talk some Knicks. That's not going to happen. I wanted to talk about the defensive rookies of the year. Sauce versus Aiden Hutchinson. Sauce is going to win. The Jets talk will have to wait. Bam Knight has been showing off. I think he's got to have a big game. It can't be all on... Mike White to punch it in. Bam Knight's got to run it in, but we'll, we'll wait. We'll wait on the uh, Jets talk for tomorrow and for Friday. There's a couple rookies in this game that have been making noise. Malcolm Rodriguez, please look out for James Houston. It isn't just Aiden Hutchinson on that defense. If you watch Hard Knocks, you know who I'm talking about with these guys. And yeah, obviously Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner, the Jets. It's, it's going to be a uh, smash-mouth football game. It's going to be a tough one. It's going to be cold. And uh, I don't know. I like that kind of football, so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, what else, man? We didn't talk about the World Cup at all, really. I think in my open, I mentioned Grant Wall and uh, the Iranian player who's sentenced to death. But I don't think that's really moving the needle here tonight. I mean, everybody just wanted to go back and forth on what the Mets have done, what the Yankees haven't done. And Yankees fans want to say that the Mets haven't really improved. And Mets fans are kind of hanging back, waiting for Sal Licata so they can talk to him. And that's perfectly fine. I think it's built that way, right? Yankees fans call. And they talk to Sal, too. But I get a lot of the Yankees calls because I'm a Yankee fan. I'm visible. I'm in the stadium. Uh, Sal Licata is visible on baseball night in New York. Mets fan. I, I, I listen to Sal uh, about for an hour, hour and a half after my show. It's funny. Someone tweeted at me. They were like, yeah, people were calling into Sal's show and talking down on you. I'm like, I, I assume that happens, but I don't I don't ever really catch that. I'll have to listen a little closer and call in next time. Now I'm, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going home, I'm kicking back, and I'm passing out. But Keith McPherson on the fan, this is the last little bit I got. I've got a full rack of calls, so we'll go through them, and uh, we'll try to, you know, bring this home. Salakot is next. Uh, overall, my message tonight was to Cashman, hey, bro, um, you're in a new deal. The credit to signing Aaron Judge, uh, the credit for signing Aaron Judge to me goes to Hal. So far, you've signed a deal and you've brought us Tommy Canely. Uh, where's the trades? Oh, we got to wait. And then when you wait and you wait and you wait, guys sign elsewhere, trades get done elsewhere. These are the 27 time World Series champions. Not everybody wants to trade with them. There's a Yankee tax. You ever hear about that, right? There's a price for the Yankees. If they're doing a trade with the Yankees, they're asking for more than they're asking for the Pittsburgh Pirates. It's just what it is, folks. So we wait. And patience, you must learn, Yoda said. And and I've learned it. But it gets frustrating. And for the purpose of hosting a radio show, it's not a good radio show for me to come on and say, hey, guess what, guys? I'm being patient. Everything is fine. This is fine. Santiago out in Kearney, New Jersey on the fan. 
Hey, Keith, thank you for taking my call. Keith, I just want to say to I'm a Yankees fan, but I just want to say I, I wish the Mets all the best. They're not a competition. Yep. But this Rondon thing, people got to watch out. We had a Rondon before. Now we're going to have to pay $220 million for Montgomery. That's what we have. No, 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 no. You think no, you think no, you, is, this, you, you think Rodon like is Jordan Montgomery? Listen, look at the stats. This is why I don't like Cashman as a GM because he tried to do things and outsmarting people, and he, he he comes out short. Let me tell you something. Well, Reynolds from the Pirates—that's a good trade. You give up any anything you have to give for this for this guy because that's a hitter. No. That's a hitter the Yankees need, but. I don't, don't agree with pitching. that, but okay. They don't kiss. They don't need pitching. The Yankees need hitting because they have lost all the times in the playoffs. But you can't give up. You can't give up. So the Pirates are asking for teams like top prospects. They need three of your like top ten prospects. You can't. I give it to them because he's on the team. Okay, group. so give them Volpe, Peraza, and Dominguez for Brian Listen. Reynolds. Listen, if I was. This is this is Cashman. Look up thing. Brian Reynolds' that, stats. That, this is what Cashman has to change. <laughs> the First Pirates all, have been a theme open... all night. I don't, I don't, I you... don't agree with that. Cashman, I agree with this that you said. Cashman thinks he's the smartest guy in the room. He does try yeah, to he finesse. Thinks... He tries to make moves and outsmart people. And this last one last season with IKF and Donaldson blew up in his face. And yeah, of course, because if you have Bopi, I see, I see Bopi. The whole season, I go to that. I, I go to that you, stadium. You go to Somerset week. Yeah, I, I live. I live close by, and my son play baseball, so I take him every week. Every week, three times a week, when they there to see the players, to see the game, whatever. And this kid, I'm not saying like I play baseball all my life. I'm not saying I'm a I'm a scout, and I'm not saying the, I'm a you know no more than anybody. But I damn well know that sport. So I think that kid. Is going to be a good player. He so is. what you do is you bring it up, for him to play in the and you know in the top level. So maybe the first year is not going to be what you what you think he's supposed to be. But it's like Derry Jeter. He wasn't Derry Jeter right away. But stop, you know, thinking like, oh no, I'm going to do this because that's when you. This is what's wrong with the Yankees. You you could bring a player. And then all of a sudden, it's not the same player you thought you was bringing. Mm -hmm. And that is the reason. How many years we have chasing number 28? That's another promo. They got to take 13. Yeah, they, yeah they take, used to, they, it used to be hashtag, hashtag chase for 28. And uh, they stopped doing that about three years ago. Thanks for the yeah. call, Santiago. Santiago said he's from Kearney, New Jersey. I'm like, you went to Somerset? Hudson Valley is uh, where Volpe played most of his games. But at the end of the year, he came up to Somerset. And uh, he, he raked. He was hitting home runs, triples. He didn't miss a beat. Volpe is ready. So, like, as I'm looking at Volpe, the pride in New Jersey, I can't wait for the kid to get started. He's a surefire thing to me. He's, 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 never, he's never been bad. Like, he's always been a star. From high school to signing with the Yankees, not going to college, uh, playing in the minors, every level he's ascended. When he gets to the major leagues, he's going to adapt. He's going to grow. He's, if the Yankees don't mess him up somehow, he, he's going to be legit. He's a legit baseball player. Um, whether he plays shortstop, whether he plays second base, is yet to be seen. Let's keep it moving. I don't have a lot of time left. Dave in Belleville on the fan. Keith, how are you? 
fantastic. Uh, pretty much another five-hour show in the books. I had back-to-back five-hour shows. Was blessed to get ten hours uh, before you know the morning hours this week. So happy about that. I got I, the last time we talked was right after the Cowboys got beat by the Packers, and we were both venting about <laughs> you know uh, McCarthy. Uh, since then, they've run off a couple of victories. Now, my question is, which is the real Cowboys? Is it the team that? Played last week, or is it a team that blew out the Vikings, or is it somewhere in the, between? Well, well, the Vikings are frauds. Yes. So let's let's start there. <laughs> the the te- the thing about the Cowboys, the Texans played them way better than they should have, and I guess you could say it was a trap game. I guess you could say they played down to their competition, but it's December football. You shouldn't be sleeping on anyone. You sh- it shouldn't yeah, and be. Interstate, interstate rivalries are, are a lot more than people think they are. Yes, it, it's you know these guys. They they took a bus there. They you, they shouldn't be so comfortable. They they had they won the time of possession. The Cowboys turned the ball over more than them, and it came down to a uh, ninety-eight yard drive in the end of the game to win it. They were favored by seventeen and a half. I just I just was screaming frauds. What do you think about the the, the call uh, for going for it on fourth down for the Texans and not kicking the field goal? Worked out. Before the drive. Fourth down efficiency, as I look at the stats, they were 0 for 2. Cowboys were 1 out of 2. I don't know. I look at the Cowboys like this. They have so much talent. There's so many weapons on the team. Like, it shouldn't be difficult to run out there and do what you got to do. But this defense that everybody was talking about in the beginning of the year, oh, Micah Parsons, this defense, they're not looking as good. The Texans put up 327 yards on them. So why do I think they're frauds? Because I think when they actually match up against the 49ers defense or they actually match up against the Eagles, they're not going to have it. They're not going to have what it takes to beat them. They might play them close, but then ultimately they're going to lose. Any team that can rush the football is going to blow the Cowboys out because that's they don't you don't have to throw against them. The Raiders, you know, or the well, the, the Forty Niners, <laughs> the, the Eagles. I mean, they got to they got to hope that the Jaguars don't give them a run for their money this week. The Jaguars are feeling themselves a little bit, and they got to go down to Duval and and redeem themselves. I think they can. But nothing is guaranteed. I don't know. I, like the Cowboys, man, I came in tonight wearing my Cowboys gear. I just alternate between Yankees, Cowboys gear. I just I don't Cooper believe. Rush back. <laughs> Cooper Rush. How hilarious is that, though? Because Dak throws two picks a game. People in, I, in the uh, in the uh, Cowboys world are like, hey, hold on. I don't know. Dak is, yeah, my, Dak my is a better player. They, they, they must have visited Camp Lejeune and drank some of that water. Because, <laughs> yeah, uh, that joke always plays. <laughs> <laughs> you never know what Cowboys you're going to get. I don't know. Thanks for well, the call, Dave. Um, you know, the, the Cowboys offense has been much better with Dak. And I was watching something on ESPN today as teams were, or as um, analysts were putting together their top five teams. And a lot of them were leaving the Cowboys out. They're, they're frauds until proven otherwise. They're 10-3. and three, That's all good. But, uh, you know, I expect them to lose another game or two down the stretch here. Michael Parsons, idiot. Micah Parsons hasn't been as dominant as he was in the beginning of the year either. And he goes on Von Miller's podcast and says, is it Jalen Hurts or is it the system? Jalen Hurts is on his way to potentially being the MVP of the NFL. And he's a dog. I wouldn't give them bulletin board material. You're already talking about the Eagles. You have to go beat the Jaguars. And if you get beat by the Jaguars and then you waltz in there on Christmas Eve in Jerry World thinking about Christmas and presents and family and kids and 
uh, I don't know, candy canes and gingerbread. The Eagles are stacked. They're going to punch you in the mouth. And now they have two weeks to think about you saying that their quarterback isn't that good and it's the system. All these quarterbacks that are good are because of the system. Yeah, Pat Mahomes can make some miraculous plays and Josh Allen here and there, but you need the system to be good. Nick Sirianni figured out the system that works for Jalen Hurts. He took a big step this year. They're going to run right through the Bears this week, and then they can't wait to come to Dallas. How about them Cowboys? Keith McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back. Oh, yeah. Easy. Easy listening. On the fan. Nighttime vibes. Your host, KM, taking you to the AM. This is the last little bit I got, folks. About 10 minutes, we'll take these calls and no need to yell about anything. No need to fight about anything. Uh, let's just smooth this out the rest of the way. But yeah, I'm 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 on that update on Yankees Twitter at Keith McPherson. You'll see the tweet I put out. SNY put out the tweet saying, yo, the Cardinals are unlikely to offer Rodon. So if the Cardinals won't pay him. The Giants have six starters. It's the Yankees versus the Twins. The Yankees don't lose to the Twins. Brian Cashman loses to the Twins. Like when he he thinks he's doing something, getting rid of Gary Sanchez, so he makes a trade with Minnesota to send Gary Sanchez there and inherit Josh Donaldson's antics and his $21 million, as well as IKF and his lack of power and uh, his yips. Brian Cashman holds that L when they take on Carlos Correa and he doesn't sign Carlos Correa. And in the ALCS, he's got to play three different shortstops. Brian Cashman, you hold that L. The Yankees don't lose to the Twins, though, so go sign him. Carlos Rodon, you're a Yankee. This is your preferred destination. Starters are coming off the board. Let the Cardinals sign... I don't know, whoever else is out there. Like, Noah Syndergaard came off the board. They're not going to sign Michael Walker. Like, they're not going to pay him. So, Scott Boris, quit playing. Brian Cashman, send a second offer. Come up a little bit from your initial offer, and they might just take it. Rodon wants to have a holly jolly Christmas. He wants to get this done and over with. He wants to know that the rest of his career is signed, sealed, delivered, and he's going to be on the main stage in the Bronx. That's it. Young Mo, out in Brooklyn. What's up, kid? Young Mo. Hey, how's it going, Keith? Hey, it's going good. Thanks for calling. Yeah, I am done. I am sick of this thing. He's got to sign a player already. <laughs> I, don't care how much, I don't care how much money it costs. I don't care how many years you want. Sign a stupid player. Do something this. else. I can't handle this anymore. Yeah, it's just corny, right? Because everybody you talk to... In our Yankees group chats and circles and Twitter and Facebook and everywhere else you can talk about the Yankees, no one has answers. Listen, I don't know the Yankees of the old. I'm not that old. I don't remember them. But they had the money. They signed the players. They won games. They won championships. That's how they won championships. The Yankees are not a team that's going to build from prospects. You're just going to sign the players. Yeah, you're you're older than, you know, 10 years old, I, I assume. I mean, in 2014, they went all in for Derek Jeter's final year. They went and got Masahiro Tanaka. They signed Brian McCann, Carlos Beltran, and then they gave Jacoby Ellsbury one of the most laughable contracts in Yankees history. Yeah, um, two more points and a question. Number one, you were just talking about uh, defensive rookie of the year, 
And I think there's a big name missing from that conversation. That's um, the rookie corner on the Seahawks, Tyreek Woolen. He has, he's leading all rookie corners in picks, and he's uh, and he's uh, literally just there, the same as Sauce people, people saying. Yeah, that's a good name to put up there, and he has been really good, as well as Kobe Bryant playing across from him. Uh, Seahawks drafted well, but Sauce plays in New York, and he's on the Jets, and it's just, you know, way more hype and attention on Sauce. Sauce is the favorite, and they do count those Rookie of the Week awards, and Sauce has already racked up a couple of those. Yeah, um, and about the Giants, I feel like this is the must-win game for the se- win game for the season, not just for uh, not just for to make the playoffs and all that, but just biggest game of the year, biggest game for Daniel Jones, biggest game for Saquon Barkley, Brian Dable. Yeah, you're right. Even for the vibe of the season, just going into off season, you don't want to go into the off season in a five game uh, win a division season. game. It does not feel good. They have to win a division game. I don't expect them to to beat the Cowboys. They they lost the Cowboys twice. Excuse me. I don't expect them to beat the Eagles unless the the Eagles rest um, everyone that last game. Win a straight up division game. They haven't beat anyone in the division. Yeah, I bet the Eagles sitting their starters. Remember two years ago when the Eagles put in Nate Sudfeld instead of Jalen Hurts to make the Giants not make the playoffs. How could I forget? So if the Eagles, I might take his. If the Eagles are in Week 18, comfortably sitting at the one seed, they just won't sit their starters. Right. They, you know, I remember how that all played out. That And that year, the Giants ripped off like five wins in a row, and they needed somebody else to do their bidding. You got to control your own destiny. Thanks for the call, young Mo. Get some rest, young man. You probably got school in the morning. Jim is in Lynnbrook on the fan. Go for it. Hey, Keith. How you doing? I'm good. All right. Um, you know, I, I, I hate to be uh, a fly in the ointment, but, I mean, the handwriting's kind of on the wall for the Yankees this year. I mean, you got to face facts. I mean, the team's just way old. Uh, I'm just on Spotrack looking at their payroll. They've got Judge, Cole, Stanton, Donaldson, Rizzo, LeMayu, Severino, Hicks. Those are their top eight salaries. Mm -hmm. Every one of those guys is on the wrong side of 30. And they have long, like, Stan's contract's ridiculous. Donaldson's contract... They owe these guys money for years. Even Hicks, they still owe two more years on him. So they've got untradeable contracts, and they're not spending money. And um, all the best talents off the board, maybe the last piece they could salvage the offseason with would be the ex-San Francisco Giant. Rodon, yeah. And maybe even Benintendi. Yeah, but, I mean, those guys aren't going to get you a World Series. Maybe. They could, but I'm with you as far as they're old. I'm just not – thanks for the call, Jim. I'm not saying they're too old, man. We watched we watched Derek Jeter play till he was too old. We, we just came out of that, I feel like, man. Well, I just talked about 2014 when they went all in for farewell captain, right? The Baby Bombers came up two years after that, three years after that. I mean, Gary Sanchez burst on the scene, Greg Bird, all of them. Like, the, the empire was rebuilt quickly. They went from, all right, to share is old, A-Rod's old, Carlos Beltran, these guys, get them up out of here, let's bring these young guys up. And fast forward to now, 2023 coming up, you've got guys that are over 30 as well. A few guys you're counting on that are over 30. So what does that mean? They're going to rest these guys. These guys are also going to get hurt. They're not going to necessarily be available all the time. They might be inconsistent. So you need the injection of the Volpes, the Peraza's, the Oswald Cabrera's. 
they're 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 coming. They're they're on the way, but uh, I I won't say that they're they're too old, and I won't say that you know they that won't get them a World Series. As it currently stands, we feel like there's one team standing in the way from the Yankees being the kings of the American League. Josh and Passaic, what's up, kid? Hey, Keith, how you doing? Good, man. You, you're one of the last calls instead of the first call. Yeah, I got home pretty late tonight. But obviously, I love the move with Nimmo from a few days ago. One problem with him is that his arm isn't the strongest. And you saw versus the Braves single up the middle on a 3 2 can with two outs and guy got all around from first. But if the Mets were to go get out one more hitter for 10 $15 million, who do you think it would be? For 10-15, I don't know if J.D. Martinez falls into that. I know Evan Roberts was talking that Brandon Drury talk. I don't know if they want to go backwards with Michael Conforto. I think they're up to something, though. I think they are. You know, they're not done. They're they're cooking. They're working. Um, I'd like to see J.D. Martinez. I've been floating that name out there since the trade deadline. I think he makes sense as, like, an insurance play at DH and even a guy that can stand there at first. Um, it just depends on who else is bidding for him and what he's going to cost. But money ain't a thing. Money don't matter to money bag co. They might also need another DH because, you know, they want to put Biddy at third base. But I feel like every ground ball thing makes me a little nervous. But a big Thursday night football game coming up for the Giants. I mean, if the Giants manage to beat the Commanders and Seattle loses off a game and a half, on Seattle's three to go. And then you pretty much just got to win one and hope Seattle goes two and one. I am interested in watching that game. The Seahawks lose to the Panthers. And uh, thanks for the call, Josh. Seahawks lose to the Panthers, and now they host Brock Purdy and the 49ers. Let's see if this kid can win on the road. That, that's a big game uh, coming up tomorrow night. I'll be on right before that with C-Mac, Thursday Night Live, kicking off Week 15 in the NFL. I appreciate everyone calling in. Dwight from Asbury Park, sorry I didn't get to you, but... This five hours flew by because you guys come through with the energy and the takes and all the different topics, and I barely get to what I want to get to, but it was fun. That's all I've got. Salicata's coming up next. My name's Keith McPherson. You can follow me at Keith McPherson wherever you choose to follow people, and uh, I'll be back on tomorrow at 6.30. Don't go anywhere. Stay right here. You're listening to The Fan. Everybody have a good night. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.